morning. Hallelujah. God is good. What a name we have to praise and worship. Hallelujah. Uh, I thank my elders and uh, you know giving giving me this opportunity one more time to bring God's word to you all, and also thank God for this opportunity where I can put my heart today. So there is always elders special. So today is congregation special. <laughs> Members special, okay? So this has been there in my heart for many, many years. My life is based on this preach. But most probably in September, I may bring more of my practical examples and things like that. But don't consider I'm a very perfect man here with full of what I'm saying. But this is what God spoke to me. And then it's changed my life totally. So we are going to look into that today. Hallelujah. How many of you are waiting for Jesus Christ to come back? How many of you know that Jesus Christ is coming back? Hallelujah. So I'm an Indian preacher. Of course, I've been living in this country for past 17 and a half years. I adopted so many things of English culture, mainly coming on time. (laughs) But still, I'm an Indian preacher. I may ask you to raise your hands or I may ask you to stand up in the middle of the preach. Is it okay? Yeah. Amen. Yeah. So... We all know that Jesus Christ is coming back again. And then we all know that we'll be caught up in the air with him one day. Hallelujah. We'll be glorified. We transformed ourselves, a new body, and we'll be new heaven, and we'll be with him forever. So that is our hope. Hallelujah. But I want to look into the Bible. What kind of people will be with him when he comes? Who will be with him? When he comes, and we know that he is coming back. How many of you are ready to receive him? How many of you are getting ready to receive him? I'm not going to ask you to decide now, but I'll leave that decision for you to make it. Hallelujah. So, Bible says in Revelation 17, 14, they will wage war against the Lamb, but the Lamb will triumph over them because he is Lord of Lords and King of Kings. Here we're talking about Jesus Christ, who is Lord of Lords and King of Kings. And with him will be his called, chosen, and faithful followers. With him will be called, chosen, and faithful followers. I'm going to talk on these things today. Because these are the qualities will be with them, those who will be with him at that time. Those people will be called, chosen, and faithful. So these are the qualities will be there in those people when Jesus Christ comes back. These are the people will be with him. So I want to talk on these things today. Called, chosen, and faithful. Number one, called. We are all called. I am called. Not because I am something supernatural or something you are supernatural or We are done some great training or something that I can do an extraordinary thing. That's why Jesus called you or called me. No, not at all. Bible says, no, where Paul declares in Galatians 1.15, but when God who set me apart from my mother's womb and called me by his grace was pleased. Hallelujah. It is the grace of God has called us. We are being set apart from the mother's womb. See, he has already made arrangements for us that one day he will call us for his kingdom purpose. So he has set apart. Everyone is unique. Everyone has got the purpose of God in our lives. And he has set apart and 
He's going to call you one day, and he has called. Today, you are sitting here, not by accident. If you are new to this church, you are visiting this church, I want to assure you, you are in the right place. We are Bible-based church. We believe what Bible says. And I want to assure you, if you continue to come, you will be blessed more by training with the Word of God here. And we are all called by the grace of God. Grace is unmerited. As I said, we have not done anything. To be honest, I always say that I'm not deserved to stand here. I'm not supposed to speak a word of English because I always say that I never studied in English medium school. I never dreamt that I'll be in UK, that I'll be preaching in this style and with an English church and all in English because I never studied in English, first of all. That is the grace of God who has called me to be here. And then he has promised me one day that you will be in the UK, you will be preaching and discipling there. Some people ask me, why? There is so much to do in India. I don't know why. If you want to know, please go and ask God. <laughs> because he has told me that you will be there. So there are so many things because Peter was illiterate, but God made him to stand before the scholars. Paul was fully literate. He made him to be with the Gentiles. So God does many things. We don't know his plans. We don't know. But we need to be what I'm going to share today. So we need to be in that line. What, when God speaks, to be, God speaks to us, we need to be faithful in that. So I'm going to come to that point. So grace is unmerited. So calling is not our responsibility. It is God's responsibility. It is God's responsibility. That's why he has called you and you are sitting here today. Because he has called you. The second one, chosen. So this is the second quality we'll have in those who will be caught up in the air. Chosen. And again, it is not our responsibility. It is God's responsibility. Bible says in John 15, 16, You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you so that you might go and bear fruit. Fruit that will last. And so that whatever you ask in my name, the Father will give you. And again, choosing is not our responsibility. Again, I've not done anything for God to see. So, oh, there is a highlighted person. There is a very shining person. There is a very brilliant person, very intelligent person. Let me pick him. No, 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 no. God has chosen you. However you are, whatever background you are, come from, God has chosen you. Hallelujah. He has called you. He has chosen you for the kingdom purpose. And the third quality which is my point today to share, is faithful. Before I go, go into that, I want to bring 1 Thessalonians 5.24, where God is faithful. God is faithful. He is faithful. The one who has called us is faithful. He will complete it. He is faithful in his promises. He is faithful in forgiving us. He is faithful to fulfill everything what he has said. Because Bible says, heaven and earth can pass away, but my word will never pass away. My promises will yes and amen. It will accomplish the purpose which has been sent. Hallelujah. That is the God's heart and his nature is faithfulness. In, his, in him there is faithfulness. His character is faithfulness. He is full of faithfulness. Hallelujah. But look at the psalmist crying. Look at the psalmist in Psalm 12.1. Help, Lord, for no one is faithful anymore. Those who are loyal have vanished from the human race. There is no one faithful. Everybody's ran. There is no one loyal anymore. He's crying to God there. 
That's what we see now. I don't know about here, but especially in India, everything, the churches, the communities, outside the world, everything is running after us, no? Unfaithfulness everywhere. This the faithfulness is vanished completely. But Bible says in Proverbs 3.3, 3, let love and faithfulness never leave you. Bind them around your neck. Write them on the tablet of your heart. Hallelujah. So it says that we need to, the, the faithfulness will never leave you. We need to bind them on, around our neck and write them on our tablet, um, tablet of our heart. Faithfulness is a quality the world and God is looking for. Parents are looking faithfulness in children. Children are looking faithfulness in the parents. Husbands are looking faithfulness in wives. Wives are looking faithfulness in the husband. Employer is looking faithfulness in the employee. And employee is looking faithfulness in the employer. Master is looking faithfulness in the in the servant, and servant is looking um, uh, faithfulness in the employer. The church leader is looking faithfulness in the congregation, the members, and members are looking faithfulness in the elders. The faithfulness is a key point there. The world and God is looking for such faithfulness. There's a story, a parable in the Bible, <clears throat> where Jesus is telling a story, a parable, you know, we all know that one. He gave five talents to somebody. This is a parable which, you know, a master went on a long journey and then he called his servants. He gave five talents to one, two talents to one, and one talent to one. You all know the story, yeah? yeah. You look very serious. <laughs> so, and then he went on a journey and then he came, I want to cut short the story. He came back and asked for the accountability. Oh, I gave you five. What do you have done with that? Master, look, you gave me five. I invested this one. Now I made it ten. And the same thing with the person who has two. He said the same thing. And the master said, well done, good and anointed servant. Well done, good and powerful servant. Well done, good and prayerful servant. Did he say that one? No. I may be anointed. I may be a powerful, miracle-working servant of God. I may be a prayerful warrior. But God says, well done, good and faithful servant. I may be doing everything, but if I'm not faithful to God, I don't think God will consider. I may be anointed, but if I'm not faithful enough to his calling, the reason for his choosing me, it's going to be vain. We may be doing so many things, but the key is we need to be faithful. So what is faithfulness then? Faithfulness is a fruit of the Spirit. Bible says, Galatians 5, 23, 20, 22, 23, the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things there is no law. I can see... The gifts and fruits are two different. Gifts can be imparted. So if I go to Dev Devnish and ask him to anoint me, it can be imparted. Yeah. The gifts can be imparted to me. I can go around in this room. I can impart. 
I can impart my anointing. I can impart my gifting to anyone. That can happen when Elijah went up in the air and caught up and then asked, Elisha, what do you want? This is in the Old Testament story. You need to read the Bible for such things. So Elijah asked, what do you want, Elijah? Servant, I want double portion of the anointing. I want double portion of your anointing. You know, receive the anointing in the name of Jesus. Be filled with the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Receive in Jesus' name. Let's carry the baton in the name of Jesus. You will be used mightily in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I can impart. I can impart the gifts of mine. I can impart my anointing. But fruit of the Spirit, I can pray for you. I can help you to how to be faithful. But you need to cultivate the faithfulness. Hallelujah. You need to cultivate because it's a fruit. Fruit cannot be imparted. Fruit cannot be given directly. You need to cultivate. You need to, the seed which you have received, you need to bring it up. Once you accepted Jesus Christ, you have been sealed with the seed of God. The Holy Spirit is in you. You need to make it to grow. We can all pray for you. But it is up to you how you bring that seed in you. Hallelujah. You need to cultivate the seed which in you, in you which is faithfulness. It is not a gift, it is a fruit. Oof, thank you, Lord. There, there are people who are called, chosen, but unfaithful to God. They are called, chosen, unfaithful to God. I want to bring one by one quickly. <coughs> I don't know if I'm going to finish or not, but let me bring. First person is Adam. God said not to eat the fruit of that tree, but you have every right to do anything, but don't eat the fruit of that tree. With the help of Eve, he ate. He became unfaithful. So he disregarded disobedience. No, he didn't obey God's command. He became unfaithful to God. Samson, yes, he's a hero. How many of you know where was the strength of Samson? <laughs> Thank God nobody's answering. <laughs> Some people say the Sunday school will magnify the strength of Samson was in his hair. I wanted to correct you. It was not in his hair. It was in the Lord. Yeah, it is a coincidence. When he shaved, he's a Nazarene. He's a Nazarite. He cannot, he cannot shave his head. Okay, so that is totally different story. His strength was in the Lord. I want to underline that one. Okay. His strength was in the Lord. Bible says in Judges 16.20. I will not put that verse. Bible says in Judges 16.20, we see Samson used by mightily by God. Whenever the spirit of the Lord was upon him, he destroyed the enemy's camp. He killed thousands of people with the jaw of a donkey. Whenever the spirit of the Lord upon him, he tore the lion's mouth. He was powerfully, mightily, but he was a promised child. He was called by God. If you read Judges 13, 14, 15, 16, it's there. His birth was promised. He was called by God. He was chosen by God. But he took his journey and neglected God and God's presence and God's spirit upon his life. He thought that he can do anything because he was chosen. He can do anything because he was called. He was promised. But Judges 16, 20 says... God left him, he didn't know. Wow. If we are in the Old Testament, I tell you, I don't know what I'm going to do. Praise God for Jesus. Praise God for his mercy. I will not leave you, not forsake you. He is there with us all the time. 
Even in my sufferings, he's there. Even in my downtime, he's there. Praise God for his grace. Praise God for the sacrifice he has done on the cross. Hallelujah. Otherwise, I don't know how many times God would have left me. Praise God. God left Samson. He didn't know at all. He didn't know. He thought that he can go and shake the Philistines as before. But he lost the strength. Hallelujah. And one day, the people of Philistines are very high in spirit. They are full of spirit. And they said, oh, nobody is there to perform. Nobody is there to entertain. Then somebody said, hey, we have Samson. Bring him. The one who is called, one who is chosen, one is anointed by God, one is called to deliver the people. He became entertainer. Entertainer to the world when they are in high spirits. There are so many people like that, those who are called, though they may be called, chosen, but become entertainers. Using the word of God, using the word of God, then become entertainers. They think that they are called, chosen, but they are unfaithful to God. They become entertainers. Yes, praise God for second chance. When Samson prayed and cried, I realized. And then God's anointing came upon him. God's power came upon him. And then his name was written in the book of life. That is secondary thing. But he was neglecting his call and the reason for God choosing him. Hallelujah. The next person is Saul. Saul was an appointed king. People asked, we want a king and things like that. God ordained Saul to be king. And Bible says he died because of unfaithfulness. 1 Chronicles 10, 13. God said to him, go and root out the Amalekites, the enemy. Root out completely. Destroy them from the roots. Don't leave anything. And then he thought in his own mind to take some of the good things, good sheep, good cattle and things like that for the sacrifice. But God said to root out everything from the, from the bottom. Not even a single thing to be left out. Amalekites. There's a big story on that. I'm not going to share on that. But he kept something so that he can give a sacrifice to God. But God said to root out everything. Obedience is better than sacrifice. That's what God wants. Obey my command. Obey my teachings. Consider my word. Consider my promise. Live on that. Don't use your own intellectual things. That's what Proverbs clearly says. Do not lean on your own understanding. Trust in God. Hallelujah. We must be obedient. So I'm going to skip Gehazi. So I'm going to share sometime a bit later, maybe second part, I may touch on that, because it's a big story. He was a servant of Elisha. So he was unfaithful to his master. So I'm going to skip that one. So that, those are the people, I chose few of them. There are so many. I chose few of them who are called, chosen, but unfaithful to God. So I wanted to bring to the some of those who are called, chosen, and faithful. The first one is Abraham. Abraham, Genesis 12. God spoke to him. You need to leave your father's house. You need to leave this place. You need to go the place I'm going to show. He said, yes, Lord. And then he came home. Sarah, pack up everything. We need to move. Oh, yes, Honey or Abi, whatever he, she called him. So I'm going to pack everything she packed. Okay, by the way, where we are going? <laughs> Abraham said, I don't know where I'm going. Abi, are you mad? You are asking me to pack everything and you don't know where you are going? That is obedience. When God speaks to you, please obey. It may be difficult 
at that moment, but it will bring joy once you reach that promised land, once you reach where God wants you to be. Hallelujah. So he was ready. He was obedient. He was a man of faithful, no, man of faith. That's why, you know, the whole seed, we, we call, we are a seed of Abraham because of his obedience. Hallelujah. So Abraham was called, chosen, and faithful. Moses, Hebrews 3, 5, in the New Testament says, Moses was faithful as a servant in all God's house. Hebrews 3, 5. He, he had everything in luxury. He was in royal robes, living in the palace, but he left. One day he had, when he was in his father's, father-in-law's house, he met with God, burning bush story. How many of you know? He had a big conversation with God. No, 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 I can't go. I can't speak properly. I cannot go. So he had a full conversation. Oh, finally I'll go. If I go, what should I say? Who I sent? Then he says, go and tell them, I am that I am sent. God is I am that I am. He's a present God. Go and tell that I am that I am sent. Go and stand before Pharaoh and ask him to leave our people. So that is what he was faithful in God's calling. He was faithful, the reason why God has chosen him. He went and stood before Pharaoh and he delivered all of them. Hallelujah. So he was called, chosen, and faithful. And finally, Jesus. Hebrews 3.2 says, Jesus was faithful to the one who appointed him. Jesus was faithful to the one who appointed him. There was a time when he was crying Lord, if possible, take this cup away from me. I cannot bear this pain anymore. I cannot suffer anymore. I cannot do anymore. If possible, take this cup away. But he didn't stop there. He said, let your will be done. I will obey in that line. I will follow your guidelines. I will follow your commands. I will go in that. Let it be yours. Whatever you say, I will do it. So he went onto the cross so that we may experience a salvation today. Today I'm preaching the word of God because of his sacrifice on the cross. Hallelujah. We are called. We are chosen. Are we faithful? You are sitting here because God has touched your life one day, some some time ago or maybe recently. doesn't matter when, but he has called you. He has chosen you. With his mercy, with his grace. Are we faithful in what we do? Are we faithful in our family? Are we faithful in the things which we do? Are we just considering to you know show as if we are faithful? Or are we taking God just for the sake? Or are we just neglecting his calling in our life? We are called. Do you know the purpose of God in your life? Do you know why he has chosen you? You may be thinking, I'm unworthy. That's what I was thinking. You may be thinking, oh, I'm not a capable person. I may not be able to do this one. Oh, I cannot pray. To be honest, till, no, till today, I don't know how to pray properly. I'm openly declaring it. But I'll pray whatever is there in my heart. My prayers are only two, three lines. I'm not going to give big... I pray to the point and then finish it off. But he has called us. He has chosen us. 
for his kingdom. And we need to be faithful. The question is that how we are going to be faithful, which I'm going to share in September. (laughs) I'm going to continue with this in first week of September, how to be faithful. It is very important in our lives. It's a key for every Christian. It is a key for us to go and fulfill the purpose which God has put in our heart. Let us train ourselves. Let us cultivate that fruit in us. Let us grow in that. Let us understand God more and more. Let us not lean on to our understanding. Let us obey the God's word. Let us use the promises which is there in us. Through this only we can able to learn. Nothing else than that. Everything is here in this. We need to learn from this. It teaches how to be faithful. It teaches how to obedience to God's word. So we need to read this one. Keeping this one away, and I wanted to try so many things, I don't think it's going to accomplish anything. With that, I can do everything. Because this is Jesus' commands. This is the teachings of Jesus. This is a guidelines for us so that we may be faithful. Let's stand in the presence of God. Father God, we thank you and we praise you. We thank you that you have called us, O Father Lord Jesus, by your grace. Father God, you have chosen us, O Father Lord Jesus. We are not worthy to be called and chosen by you, O Father Lord Jesus, but you have done it. We want to be faithful, O Father Lord Jesus. We want to cultivate that faithfulness in us, O Father Lord Jesus. Help us. Help us to seek you, O Father Lord, through your word so that we may be faithful knowing you. We may be faithful in obeying you, O Father Lord Jesus. We give you glory, honor, and praise. We want to be caught up. We want to catch up with you in the air, O Father Lord. We want to be with you, O Father Lord Jesus. Help us to be faithful, O Father Lord Jesus. We want to receive that reward of good and faithful servant. We thank you and praise you for reminding us to be faithful. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Please take your seat. Thank you very much.